Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This is my favorite week of the year. One of my two favorite weeks of the year. Um, do you know why I'm saying that, Jeff Dollar? Because it's the week of your birthday. Your birthday is on Friday and it is your birthday week. And so you are super happy. No. Oh. That's not it. Um, and I feel like you... Like, it's not very me. No, I don't care about my birthday week. What I'm excited about is that I get to go to a massive consignment sale this oh. week. Um, I get to go tomorrow, and I am beyond excited. Consignment stuff has completely changed my life because here's the thing. So I tried to go. You know how Kelly Stumpy from um, the carpool, she always does like thrift miss and she goes to like thrift stores and finds like amazing stuff for her kids for Christmas and whatever. Yes. I have had no such luck. I have been to every Goodwill around me. I have been and it. there's never anything there. Like it's, you know, there's just, well, not what I'm looking for is what I'm saying. Like Uh she always finds these gems, these like amazing toys that have most of their pieces and all the stuff. I I just have not had that kind of luck. She'll find a, uh, you know, whatever it is, a princess castle that comes with 60 pieces. And she'll say, "Uh, two princess hats were missing, but I got this whole thing for 50 cents. Yeah. I mean. And they gave me a Wendy's Frosty. Right. What? How? And then. It's yeah. like the people that go to TJ Maxx and always do the women that do like their TJ Maxx hauls and they're like, I found so much great stuff. Are you and talking have, about the Maxinistas? The Maxinistas. And they have like a cart full of stuff. And then I go and I'm like, I see none of this. I right. see none of it. I see flashbacks of my early 2000s life. And that's pretty much it. Uh, so I don't know how people do this. Kelly has the magic touch. The Maxinistas have the magic touch. So I have given up on that. What I have not given up on is the consignment sale that a friend told me about. What was it like a couple years ago? And it's called Relanas or Relanas. And they do it twice in our area, but it's like a, it's a franchise thing. So they have them all over the U S. Um, ours is awesome. They doubled their warehouse size. So I'm about to go crazy on Thursday and Here's why I love it. First of all, all the pieces to all the toys, like you get a complete set for like 90% off. And if if it's not a complete set, they note it. So you're not guessing, right? Like, so if it's a, if it's something that comes with six trucks and there's only five, it says one truck missing or no, am I? I think they only do complete sets. Oh, okay. Well, that's even better than. Yeah. It's super awesome. So that, and then I've realized about kids, especially toddlers, their, what they like changes so quickly that investing in new toys is like buying a new car and driving it off the lot. To me, that's a waste of money because the value depreciates the second you buy it. You know, Ellie's going to be bored within two seconds. Why not spend three to five dollars on a toy and then reconsign it and not feel guilty about it? Or if she even uses it at all at all. Right. We've purchased some stuff that she opens up and she's like, neat. And then it goes somewhere and she never touches it again to the point where we'll be cleaning out part of the house. We'll say, oh, my gosh, here's the whatever. Mm -hmm. She didn't. She wanted nothing to do with this yeah so there's that and then once kids get to like school age kids they ruin their clothes at school they're yeah. painting they're on the playground they're doing all this stuff so like i spent a bunch of money on um ellie's clothes when she was a baby because they're cute and they're awesome but babies don't do anything so they can look cute all day without getting paint on their shirt or whatever toddlers not and, so much and they're always at home so if they spit up boom costume change if somebody's coming over 
outfit change. And Wardro- can- wardrobe, wardrobe comes in, zip, 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 new outfit, done. It's easy. So consignments, since Ellie has been a toddler, have been you know, saving my life because I can rotate the toys without feeling super guilty because I'm only spending like five bucks on a toy instead of 30. And then the clothes, if she ruins them, like they're super cute, but who cares? You know right. what I mean? Because I didn't spend, it's not a $25 pair of pants for her. It's a $3 pair of pants. So right. it's great. And instead of saving toys for her little sister since I got them for a steal. I've been consigning them back. So once Ellie's bored with them, it's just like a whole ecosystem that I had never been a part of. And now that I'm a part of it, I am obsessed with it. Um, so I am going tomorrow and I'm really excited about it. I have to be completely transparent here. I have anxiety that you're not going to be the first one in the door. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know because you have, you the way that this particular consignment sale works, I would assume that that they are able to be as profitable as they are is because they sell tickets. Mm-hmm. So if you were to go on the first day, your tickets X number of dollars. If you want to go on the second day, it's X number. If you want to go on the third day, it's X number of dollars. Yeah. Right? The tickets that you have are for day one, which I applaud that. Yes. I'm happy about that. I'm excited for you to be able to go on day one. The fact that you're going on day one, but you're going six hours after the doors open. I know. I've seen the pictures on Instagram. I know it's not going to be emptied out. You've been you've been following them on Instagram. Yeah, I follow them on Instagram, <laughs> and I I know it's not going to be cleared out. But I'm just a person. If I have the opportunity to be to, to be the first at something, mm-hmm. right? I want to be the first. You know what's funny and about the this? Fact that it's not. It's the fact that you are so nonchalant about it. Two things. One. Um, first of all, your energy is giving me very like running of the brides, filing space yes. and energy. Yes. Like, if you lived in Atlanta in the early, Atlanta in the early 2000s, you know, there was this event called running with the brides. Was it running, your station that did it? Running of the running brides. Running of the brides. It wasn't our station. It was my promotion. It was my oh, show. Okay. Thank you. Um, and at filing's basement, when that was a company, <laughs> You guys would just fill it, right, with, like, wedding dresses, but well, you'd make people line up for it, and then... Filene's Basement did this this annual event where they would sell bridal dresses for a fraction... Super discount. fraction of the price. They did yeah. it at all their locations. It originally started in Boston, and we came up with the idea at the Bird Show to do Running of the Brides, and it became a thing that the entire Filene's chain was would point to Atlanta and say, that's how it should be yeah. done. And we would all take turns. Uh, I mean, we did it for six or seven or eight years, and we would all take turns holding the banner that the brides had to run through. Oh and then God. and then Bert would do a countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7, and then the doors would open and the women would run in. And the way they would do it is they would just try to grab as many dresses as they could hold because you weren't allowed to use carts. You weren't allowed to use anything and you were allowed mm-hmm. to bring in a friend i think well no you're allowed to bring in like a whole bridal party so people would go in and grab as many dresses as they could hold right. in their hands then they would barter for the sizes were there ever fights probably like I'm, physical fights i'm sure or I, I was always outside but i'm sure people were shoving and stuff i mean i don't think the cops ever got called i don't remember any dresses having to be discarded because of blood i used to go to filene's all the time I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And I thought it was fantastic because I got like designer jeans for, you know, a fraction of the price. So I guess like my consignment started there. But Atlanta in the early 2000s, man, they had good shopping. We had Parisian. 
In, Do you remember that? Nope. Okay, that might have been before your time. We had Filene's. We had Lomans, which was another. What happened to all those like discount stores? I don't mm, know. Nope. I remember Steinmart. We I do we not still have Steinmart? I don't I think know. We, I just I, think I just do. remember seeing the sign. Um, but in my head, you need to be running in there, and you need to be fighting over, and uh, you know, stuffed Olaf or something. What has been my track record with the consignment sales? Like, would you say that I have done very well in what I found, what I brought home? You have done very well, but what I've I'm never saying, gone on the first day. I know, but I'm just saying you've done very well. Right, mm-hmm. going on the second or third day, whenever you've gone, mm-hmm. think of how great you could do if you were one of the first twenty-five people through the door. Oh wow, the opportunities! I also am surprised that you are feeling this way because, well, do you want to go with me? I get to bring a guest. I think you already. But if you, I go, I mean, I'm taking my neighbor later in the day. But if you want to go with me, do you want to go at the very opening and we can divide and conquer, and you can do the toys and mm, I can do the clothes? I can't do that because places like that overwhelm me. Really? The hunt overwhelms me. I need a rack with 26 identical shirts, and I just need to find my size. I think the toys would be easier for you because they're bigger. They're laid out. You can see them all at once. I would never send you into the clothes. I don't think you can handle it. I would want to buy it all. Yeah, I know. That worries me. Yeah. That's why I'm surprised that you're so into me doing it because we're trying to like declutter and stuff like that. Anyways, all of that to say, it is my favorite week. They They do it twice a year, and I am beyond excited and i'll show what i get on my instagram tomorrow um after i go the greatest gift of being self-employed have you heard the phrase solopreneur it's like an entrepreneur but it's when but you don't own a company it's just yourself like you're a consultant or something yes are we allowed to use that as a married unit and say that we are a solopreneur i don't think so i think my dad is a solopreneur Right, but technically we are, even mm. though we're married, right? If something... But we also have a team, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if that... I don't know if we qualify for solopreneur. Whatever. I am... <laughs> here's the... He, he, I know that I would trade... the You getting to spend the amount of time... That you got to spend with Ellie last year mm-hmm. because you were working for yourself. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's no stress about maternity leave, right, mm-hmm. with Olivia. Like there's no countdown of how much time until you have to go back. Right. Right. That, that doesn't exist. All of that. It's more like the countdown of how long Jeff will stay sane without me. I'm, I'm already losing it. But my point is, we did sit down on Monday, and we had a meeting, and I said, I need you, because I've, I, I've, please don't take this the wrong way, because I think I said this the other day, and it hurt your feelings. I feel like I'm juggling everything mm-hmm. right now, not because you are not doing anything, but because I don't want to put anything on your plate. I want you to enjoy, I want this to be a maternity leave mm-hmm. For you. So I'm trying to manage everything when it comes to the job. Mm -hmm. I am trying to coordinate all of Ellie's travel schedules, Mm -hmm. right? I'm trying to... uh, You mean like carpool pickup, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, when she's going over to KK and Poppy's and picking her up from there and all that stuff. I'm trying to coordinate all that, doing the grocery shopping, making sure that we're fed, um, 
to the best of my ability doing laundry, mm-hmm. you know, and, and sorting it. I let you put it away because you're just more organized. You know where you have a home for everything. But mm-hmm. um, so I'm, I'm really trying hard. Part of me does appreciate, and I just, I feel the need to say this out loud. Part of me does appreciate being a part of corporate America and being able to just shut down, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and just put an out of office message and say, not reachable. You cannot do that when you have your own business, even if you have a team. No. You just yeah. cannot do it. Whether it's fires to put out, uh, you know, especially when your baby shows up three, four weeks early. Right. You know, two and a half weeks before you were planning on having an official maternity yeah. leave and says, hello. And and there are things dangling, you know, mm-hmm. that we were hoping to wrap up. So there's that. There's the worry about money and income and is money gonna enough money going to come in so that we have enough money to pay out, all of that stuff. There is something to be said for just being able to hit pause on, on yeah. your work life. Yeah. And I remember like when I was at CNN, so I got five months paid maternity, which in the United States is wonderful. Ridiculous. Um, it's horrible compared to a lot of other places in the world. But I did get five months and it was amazing. And I would get in trouble if I logged into my email. Like it was something where they're like, no, you cannot check your email. And right. for a while I got locked out of my email. Cause you know, after 30 days, it's like corporations like change the password or whatever, but you had to be in the office to do it. Um, so I, I didn't have access to my email and everybody left me out of it. And even I remember texting Robin and being like, Hey, how was the show? And she she didn't want to worry me about anything. So if anything so went she's wrong, like, Oh, the show's fine. I always miss you. You know? Yeah. And then when I finally got back, she was like, Oh my God, don't leave me again. <laughs> One day my desk caught on fire on live TV. Yeah, pretty much. Why didn't you tell me? I could have told you where the fire extinguisher was. Didn't want to bother you. You're on leave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I am a little bit spoiled by that. I will say, to be totally honest, I the only I did want to punch you in the face when you said you feel like you're juggling everything. I wanted to be like, oh my gosh, I no. So I was pissed about that. I'm fine now because I I know what you meant. But I do think I was impressed by the first week of Olivia's life. Um, first week and a half, because I feel like we had a team in place that was handled. Had we not had the team in place that we do, everything would have fallen apart. And I feel like for the first time, even though you were still working, you were allowed to be a little bit more hands off because of the amazing team that we have. Like Jessica was handling things. Carly was handling things. Arian was editing. Like we had Marissa was Marissa. In, on site. Yeah. Marissa was on site. She was doing the billing. Steve, and Steve was coordinating with Marissa and, and just handling, signing things and getting things done. And yeah. Yeah. So that would not have happened six months ago. So I'm really proud of us in that. Um, regard, I feel like you've, I don't know if you were avoiding things or or passing things off, but I feel like after the first week you got back into a routine, I want to make sure that you're doing things that need your hand on it because the first week where you were able to be a little more hands off was awesome. And I remember thinking, this is the way it should be like where people can call Jeff and ask questions, but the day-to-day business functions okay without us. Yeah, um, and, and I think where you are really, really good, where you and I work really well together is 
I have, I think big and I don't stop thinking. Mm -hmm. And so once I start talking about idea and I'll, and I'll just, I don't think I'll ever learn this lesson. And I also think it's what makes us a really good company, good creative company. Um, I don't know that I'll ever learn the lesson to kind of reel it in, mm-hmm. right? Because once you put something out there and you're all excited and enthusiastic about it, um, people get really excited. So a lot of times I'll be meeting with people or talking to people and it'll go off on tangents and I'll basically create more work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And where you're so good is saying, hey, we're going to table this chunk of stuff mm-hmm. Until we do this chunk of stuff. So I got really overwhelmed the first week back. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be able to handle it. Yeah. Did you feel like you got any time off or no? Um, If I am being completely honest, I... Personal stuff aside. What do you mean? Like, don't think about coordinating Ellie. Don't think about any of that. Do you feel like you got any time off the week of Olivia's birth to just do family stuff? I don't feel like I have been in the Olivia zone yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not so upsetting. It's not. It's not super upsetting to me. Um, it makes me a little bit sad, but between everything that happens at the hospital and trying to figure out what happened to you and how that panned out, mm-hmm. having the fact that Olivia came as early as she did, uh, even though I predicted her coming early, I think that really threw things off, mm-hmm. you know, because we weren't ready for it. We were um, playing catch up. Yeah. Yeah. I never felt like I was ahead of the game and I still don't. Um, so that's why last weekend I said, this is the last weekend I said to Callie, Hey, um, what, what do we have this weekend? What's happening this, this weekend? Who's coming over? Where do we have to be? What are we doing? You said nothing, zero. And I said, okay, great. And, I was really looking forward to a weekend of nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you said, I think on Saturday morning, hey, my friend's coming by this afternoon. And I kind of snapped a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think the reason I snapped is because I don't feel, I haven't felt like we've just had 24 hours where it's just been the four of us without a pressing obligation. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know that I've had that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Have you felt connected with Olivia? Oh yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm trying really hard to be diligent about that. Um Good. Well, you can do it for both of us. And soak it in. No, I want you to have your time with her. Well, there's no time. It's 24 hours in a day. Well, I know, but you have to make time. And that's what I keep telling myself is that this is our last newborn and that if I don't soak in the moment now, like I was feeling guilty yesterday about, you know, watching TV for an hour, snuggling with Olivia. Cause I'm like, well, there's so much to be done and I need to clean this and I need to do. And then I reminded myself to stop. And I was like, Callie, shut up. Like this is our last newborn. You will never regret this hour snuggling with your daughter. Yeah. But besides, you might regret. Besides Jeff will clean up. 
<laughs> everybody's going to be so mad at you. Who cleaned up yesterday? Who cleaned up? Uh, who, Ellie? Jeff Dollar. <laughs> People are going to be raging at you right now. Um, no, I cleaned up. And I actually feel like I've been more helpful than I was last with Ellie. Really? Well, I th- think last time it was different. I th- I really do think owning the business... I think the size of our business, it just throws it all off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because um, there's just more boxes to check. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm sure you were, and I'm sure I was too. Yeah. Um, but I don't hate it. I don't regret it at all. Yeah. I, I don't. I do not. Because there was no... Because tomorrow, I might decide to go to that consignment sale with you. Yeah. Which is not something that you could do if you had to go back to your 9 to 5. Yeah. You know, you can just... Sure. So... Yeah. Overall happy, a little stressed, but overall happy. Can we all agree that 2024 is technically starting on February 1st this year? I mean, January was, what was that? So let's pretend all resolutions began on February 1st. That being said, the new new year is the perfect time to move on from things that just aren't working in your life. And that means if you've been taking a CBD product to help with anxious feelings or stress or trouble sleeping, and its performance is just inconsistent, upgrade to Next Evo Naturals. They are a clinically tested, water-soluble form of CBD, and the gummies and capsules that you get from Next Evo Naturals work faster and absorb four times better than oil-based products. Plus, you can be exactly certain of what you're getting because the, the, the dosage on the label actually matches what's in the product. There's a lot of people selling CBD everywhere and there's no guarantee that the dose each even with the same brand that the dosage is going to be the same from one purchase to the next with next evo naturals you are guaranteed to get the right dosage and these water-based products actually absorb better into your system uh, which just make them a superior way to take your CBD. Their strongest gummy ever is the new Extra Strength Wellness CBD Gummy. Customers love it, and they've also got bestsellers like their Stress and Sleep CBD Complex products. So whether you are dealing with stress, having trouble sleeping, dealing with anxiety, trust the brand with data. Next Evo CBD. Absorption is going to start in just 10 minutes, which means you're going to feel results quickly. Start the year with more effective and fast-acting CBD from Next Evo Naturals. 25% off by using code UPSIDE at nextevo.com. That's 25% off at nextevo.com, promo code UPSIDE. We need to talk about um, Valentine's Day. Okay. Okay. Because I am a little worried. So we have not been celebrating. I mean, we, you hate when I say that, but we went to Disney for your slash Ellie's birthdays. Yes. Um, We didn't do, we had a budget spending limit on Christmas. We have not been, we, for our anniversary, we didn't go all out. We did, we decided no gifts, that kind of thing. But we were in Disney on our anniversary. We went to that fancy dinner. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but we've toned it down is what I'm saying. And I feel like for Valentine's Day and my birthday, we should also tone it down because we are hoping in the next 60 days to buy our house. Um, and I just feel like all attention needs to go toward that. I will say I am a little bit 
worried that we're going to lose our celebration magic. And I don't want to do that, but I feel like now is the right time. I Does that make sense? I a thousand percent know what you're saying about the celebration magic because I feel it too. But, but I just think that we are in a time of our existence that it's so weird. And I can't, I, I know that we're not the only ones who, who have felt this because take the kids out of it. Take mm-hmm. Ellie, the kids, the I'm, kids. A, I'm a guy who says the kids now you are. take Ellie and Olivia out of it. If it's, if it's just you and I and we don't get the house, no problem. We go find an apartment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's just you and I and money gets really tight, no problem. You know what I mean? Like everything's fine. But then you introduce two kids into it and now you are, you know, you got teammates that mm-hmm. can't fend for themselves. So so you got to make sure that they're taken care of. And it's such a weird feeling to be in a place of complete bliss because you have a healthy, bright-eyed newborn who is bringing so much love to everybody that she meets and everybody who meets her because she's just, Olivia is just perfect. Mm-hmm. And you get to see Ellie with Olivia and it's it's just lovely, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. And simultaneously feel more stress and tension and anxiety about the future than you can truly ever remember feeling. Because we have two tiny people that we want to give the best life ever to. That we want to give the best life ever to. And it's just, it's just a crazy place to be in. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, it's just a crazy place, a crazy place to be in. And I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was going to say, I don't know how to navigate it, but I don't know how to. I don't even know how to process it because you, you almost you don't want to complain about the stress and anxiety because you've got a wonderfully healthy child that mm-hmm. so many people would would give everything they have to have that. But for whatever reason, can't, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And. So you don't want to complain about the negatives, but the negatives are also the reality. It's just it's just a weird feeling. Yeah. And I don't remember feeling it with Ellie. Yeah. I think we were also just in like a totally different place with Ellie. Like I still had my corporate job when Ellie was born. Things were just different. Like things weren't that as expensive. We weren't going out really. Ellie wasn't in school, which you know, in preschool, which is, you know, childcare is such a big expense. So that was different. Right. Um, things are just completely different. And I think it was Whitney, um, sit with wit, Whitney Goodman, the, the therapist who was saying on her podcast, like two kids are never, never grow up in the same house because their parents are totally different. And I think this is proof of that. You know what right. I mean? Like we're in a completely different situation in a completely different time, completely different age, completely different thing than we were with Ellie. Right. Um, so anyways. Um, and also, yeah, that's a good point because when Ellie came around, yeah, it was just, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and, and so just, so anyways, the celebration magic, 
Like, oh yeah, that was the original. I I'm not worried about that because I know things will stabilize, mm-hmm. and I know I hope I'm confident that things will stabilize and things will even out and things will just be more um, consistent. Mm-hmm. Which I think, if anybody's thinking about going into business for themselves, that to me that's the most difficult part of it. The inconsistency. The inconsistency. Yeah. You know, the fact that you could you have plenty of money in the bank in June and be completely broke in October mm-hmm. and then be, you know, r- r- you know, rich is, is, you know, the guy who t- everything Midas, everything he touches turns yeah. gold in January and then broke again by Valentine's day. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. And for a person like me who loves the routine, I don't, it doesn't, I don't like it. Yeah. Do not like, but it's the way it is. Um, but I don't think the celebratory magic is going to go away. I hope not, because I feel like this is how it starts, and then people get into a rut, and then they're like, realize they haven't celebrated their anniversaries or anything for like 10, 10 years. I don't want to be those people. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, one last thing, because you brought up the uh, buying the house. Um, as if life wasn't stressful enough, uh, on Monday, I was driving over to your parents' house to pick up Ellie, and the real estate, a real estate agent called and said, hey, I just want to remind you that your deadline is Wednesday to do and then list it off like these four things that all have to be done by Wednesday or else you lose your deposit, your escrow. You lose every penny of it. You forfeit it. And I pulled over. I was so rattled. I pulled into that school. And I'm having a heart attack officially because we thought it was March 1. And I said, that's not right. And he's like, yeah, it's on my calendar. My assistant put it on my calendar. I said, your assistant put it on your calendar wrong. He's like, nope, she doesn't make mistakes. It's on the calendar. I pull over. I said, Dear God, you have to tell me you're wrong. And in my head, I'm already formulating a pleading message to whoever would need to hear it, probably our the person selling the house, yeah. saying, the baby came early and oh my gosh, please help us have mercy on our real estate souls. But <laughs> So he goes and he looks up, the, pulls out the actual contract, yeah. pulls it up. And sees that from the date the contract signed, we have 119 days to do it. So 119 to me is 120. That's three months. Yeah. Or four months, rather. So I, I go, oh, it's March. So in my head, I'm like, it's March. I'm like, you're wrong. It's March. And I can hear him adding it in his head. Yeah. Like, like okay. So it was, it was November 6th and then 30 days, 30, 30. Okay, 150. And I'm like, it's March. March. It's March. <laughs> If I didn't really hear You're him. You're like, I got to go. I get it. I got to get my wife to take me to the hospital because I just had a heart attack. Finally, he says, uh, it's March, March 2nd. It's so weird. Why would it be March 2nd? And then he said, let me do the math again. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's March. <laughs> Finally, we realized that it's off by a day because this year's a leap year. Yeah, but so, it is March. So, whew. Not that that's not like tomorrow because it is, but, you know, at least we're safe for this week. At least it's 30 days. It's, at least it's 30 tomorrows and not just a tomorrow tomorrow. Uh, this week tomorrow.